you all for joining us here at I-80 Sports, where today we continue our 32-part 2021 NHL team preview. Today's team, the Arizona Coyotes. Thank you all for joining us here again at I-80 Sports. Thank you all for joining us here again at IAD Sports. Make sure that you check out our website down below, IADsports.com, for all of our team previews as well as our NHL content there. And if you're here on YouTube, you can check out all of our team previews here that we've got so far. We're about halfway through now, the Central Division, and we've already got the Pacific Division under our belts. So if you're a fan of any of those teams in those divisions, check them out. Go back on our catalog and check it out. And drop a like. Comment and subscribe for all of our team previews coming up because we are going to preview every single NHL team before the start of the NHL season in October. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us down below at I80 Sports, I80 underscore Sports NHL. And if you're following already, thank you all so much for following because without you guys, we couldn't do this on a weekly basis. I'm Brian. He's Tom. Tom, how you doing today? Uh, doing well, doing well, and here we are to preview the Arizona Coyotes, a team that's um, sort of uh, going in a obvious direction right now, um, but it's a team that has a lot of uncertainty, too, in terms of where they're going to play in their arena situation, and it would just be so 90s if they did all this hard work and brought in a lot of high picks for them to move to another city and have success, so we shall see what happens with them, but right now, they're still the Arizona Coyotes, they're still playing out of Glendale. So we're going to preview what they have and what they may do. Yeah, we're just going to see it. And I do agree that they're going in a very obvious direction, but we're going to address that throughout this video. So it'll be quite apparent. So let's first start off by talking about some 2020 and 2021 team facts. So first and foremost, what was their record last year? Arizona was 24, 26, and 6. That's 24 wins to 26 losses to 6 overtime losses, which was good for 54 points, and they finished 5th in the NHL West Division last year. Uh, power play and penalty kill stats. Power play, they were actually above average. The... Uh, Power play percentage amongst the league was around 19%. They were sitting at 20.79% on the power play. And on the penalty kill, they were slightly above average on the penalty kill as well. 80.84% on the penalty kill as it turns out. So not too shabby there. Leading scorers, well, that's a different story because uh, a bit of a down year for certain for. Some guys, but not all guys, as we're going to talk about. Uh, leading scorers included Phil Kessel with 43 points, Jacob Chitrin with 41 points, and former Arizona Coyote Connor Garland with 39 points. As we all know, he was dealt to Vancouver in the Oliver ekman Larson trade. Uh, so now, some key additions and subtractions for uh, the Arizona Coyotes. Okay, this is going to be a bit of a speed round because this is by far the most additions and the most subtract subtractions for any team in the NHL. So additions, we've got Connor Timmons, Shane Gostabert, Andrew Ladd, Antoine Roussel, Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, Travis Boyd, Carter Hutton, Ben Hutton, Dimitri Yaskin, Ryan Dezingle, and Anton Strahlman. Subtractions... <sighs> Darcy Kemper, Oliver Ekman Larson's, uh, Larson, not Larson's, Connor Garland, Christian Dvorak, Nicholas Jarmelson, 
Alex Galagoski, Antti Ranta, Michael Bunting, Frederick Gauthier, Michael Chaput, Dryden Hunt, John Hayden, Jordan Osterley, and Tyler Pitlick to the expansion draft. <sighs> Holy moly. A bunch of names going in and out of Arizona. My goodness. But that being said, we've got a pretty you know new team to look at here for Arizona. This is a very new look type of team. So we got to talk about some X factors. And when we talk about X factors, no, we're not talking about NHL 2022 X factors here. We're talking about who we believe are X factors, who is the most important to the team's success and potential down you know, side as well. So Tom, I've definitely done enough talking here. So let's start with you. Who do you feel are X factors on the Arizona Coyotes this year? Sure. Um, well, one guy who comes to my mind is Shane Gossespierre. He was once considered the future in Philadelphia. He had some good years there, but now he's been moved out to the desert. His play on that second pair is going to be crucial to the success of this club. Um, also, the play of Phil Kessel could be huge. Um, you know, if he plays well enough, it could lead the rest of the team to follow suit. You know, he's experienced. He's got two Stanley Cups under his belt. He's been in this league a while. Um, if they do, and, the t you know, if Kessel plays well and the team doesn't do well, the hope is, is that maybe, just maybe, somebody will come calling for his services at the deadline, and they can maybe fetch some more assets as if they don't have enough already for him at the deadline. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I mean, normally in any other year, I would be saying Phil Kessel is the, the key X factor here. But as Thomas, you alluded to before, I honestly don't know how long he's going to be in Arizona. Like, we could see him dealt well before the trade deadline we could see him dealt at the trade deadline maybe he stays in arizona this year who knows so instead i think there's one guy that i want to give the most attention to and that's jacob chitrin who i think personally is one of the best defensemen in the entire nhl and it's quite unfortunate he has to play for this year's arizona coyotes on any competitive team, he competes for a Norris tro Trophy, and that's no hyperbole. I know I've said in the past, like, oh, yeah, Thomas Shabbat, he's definitely a Norris candidate. Yeah, I probably overplayed that a little bit with Thomas Shabbat, but with Jacob Chitrin, no. I definitely don't think that's any hyperbole. He is that good. And if you don't believe me, how about 18 goals, 23 assists for 41 points in 56 games last year? That's top 10 amongst all NHL defensemen in points in the NHL. He also led all NHL defensemen in goals last year with 18 goals. There is a ton of upside for Chitrin, and honestly, his biggest upside right now going for him, he's doing all of this at just 23 years old. He's the centerpiece of the Coyotes' future, and... When I say the Coyotes' future, I mean wherever that may be, whether it's in Arizona or in a completely different state, country. We don't know yet. So let's now move on to breakout candidates here. So who do we feel could be a candidate to finally have a breakout season, maybe a younger player who could finally have a big season? Tom, who's that breakout candidate or candidates for you? Um, I'm curious to see what Barrett Hayton is going to do here. Um, he's projected to get those top six minutes, projected to slot in as the second-line center. I really, really, really liked what I saw out of him back in the 2020 World Juniors. He was the captain for the World Junior winning Team Canada. Um, played in the AHL last year, had 10 points in 26 games, which 
isn't great, but it's definitely not horrible either. So I, I'm curious to see how he builds on him because it looks like he's going to be given uh, he's going to be given a lot of a uh, lot of uh, room, a lot of like a lot of area to work with here. He's going to be given a lot of stuff, a lot of chances here to play and play big minutes and uh, just you know potential to do big things. So let's see what happens. Definitely, I think Barrett Hayton is a fantastic choice, but. Just because I highlighted a defenseman last time, I'm going to keep that trend going. So let's highlight two more defensemen here. Connor Timmons and Victor Soderstrom. Soderstrom is Arizona's top prospect who will likely play in his first NHL season this year. We only saw him in four games last year, but with two points and a plus four rating in those four games is a big plus and something to get excited for in his play this year. Now, Connor Timmons, on the other hand, came over in the Darcy Kemper trade and was at that point seen by many as one of Colorado's top prospects behind Alex Newhook and Bowen Byram. Timmons did get a chance to play in 31 games last year. He tallied seven assists in those games. But now that he's in Arizona, he will likely see a lot of ice time this year and could even pair with Jacob Chitron on that top line on most nights. Timmons could be an interesting player to watch this year in his first NHL season just because of that, just pairing with Jacob Chitron on that top line and potentially getting 18 to 22 minutes per night. But this segues, uh, this leads us into the potential opening night lineup, which we have to put an asterisk next to this because it's currently September. There are still moves going on. Hell, as we were planning this episode, Christian Dvorak got traded for a first and second round pick. So we needed to do a little bit of rearranging with this. So that being said, there is still room for movement here in September before we get to the beginning of the season in October. So please keep that in mind. Take it with a grain of salt as we go over this. So that being said, and getting that out of the way, what could this lineup look like? in October. Well, let's start as always with forward line one, and we're going to be moving from left wing center to right wing as always here. So starting with the top line, we've got Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, and Phil Kessel. Moving on to the second line, we've got Lawson Kraus, Barrett Hayton, and Christian Fisher. On to line three, we've got Ryan Dezingle, Johan Larson, and Dimitri Yaskin. And finally, on the fourth line, we've got Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, and Antoine Roussel, which not too long ago was a line for the Vancouver Canucks. Now, on to the, to the defense, the top line, as we talked about before, Jacob Chitrin and Connor Timmons. Then moving on to the second line of defense, we've got Shane Gostabert with Ilya Lyubushkin. I totally butchered that name, but as we've learned already, we're just going to we're going to get over it. It's going to be okay. And then defense line three, we've got Anton Strahlman with Victor Soderstrom. Now goaltending, it's a little special. We've got the starting goaltender, which is Carter Hutton, who was starting for Buffalo last year, and the backup goaltender, which is uh, Joseph Coroner. So an interesting team that we're looking at here in Arizona. But as always, we got to... Now talk about some variables. What are some things that could change with this lineup? Uh, what are some ways that you know things could change before opening night? What are some things that could change up until the trade deadline and after and going towards the end of the season? So, Tom, let's start with you. 
What are some variables to this lineup? Well, as I previously alluded to, and I hate to repeat myself here, but um, uh, the play of Phil Kessel is really paramount for this team. If they play well and he plays well, it could definitely act as a catalyst. You could see this team, you know, maybe turning some heads. If he plays well and they don't play well, obviously he'll be a chip that they'll dangle with somebody and hopefully be able to get some assets, you know, back for him. But if he doesn't play well and the team doesn't play well, they're stuck with him. They're stuck with him in his contract. And I know deep down inside they're wanting to move him out at the deadline or maybe even beforehand, maybe even in, say, November or December if somebody has an injury early and is in desperate need of a top six right winger with some experience, a contender. I don't know who. I don't know why. You know, I don't know who would want him. But, you know, we don't know right now. Somebody could get hurt for a top team and they would want to bring him back. I highly doubt the Toronto Maple Leafs would want him back. But outside of them, I think just any other contender, if they have a, if they have an injury, you know, they may want him. Yeah, and I completely agree. I mean, I also agree that Toronto's probably not the team that wants Phil Kessel either. Um, but I agree. I mean, will Phil Kessel be a factor in this lineup come December, come January, February, March? You know, once we get to the trade deadline, is he going to be an Arizona Coyote by that point? And, you know, with how much work that these two individuals are going to have to put in, Will Clayton Keller's and Jacob Chitron's backs break after carrying this team? Because, I mean, to be honest, there's really only a couple players in this lineup that I think are in any way, shape, or form factors on this team. I mean, Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Phil Kessel, if he's still around, Christian Fisher, if he's still around, you know, Barrett Hayton, yeah, he's also going to factor on this team too. Jacob Chitron, as we talked about, uh, Connor Timmons, Shane Gostabear, if he's even on this lineup, come uh, March as well. Ilya Lubushkin, uh, Victor Soderstrom, and the goaltending, that goaltending pairing, I got to be honest, and I hate to be blunt like this because I really do respect Carter Hutton, and I do respect Joseph Coroner, but this is probably the weakest goaltending tandem in the NHL. I mean, we'll... Arizona maybe look to try to upgrade a little bit before the end of the season. Maybe even look into getting, you know, a younger goaltender soon. But maybe, maybe not. I think they're kind of angling for something here, as we're going to allude to now in our question of the day, which our question of the day stays the same as always throughout these team previews, which is where does Arizona finish this year? So, Tom, I'll start with you, and I think it's going to be pretty obvious how we feel about this one. But... Tom, where does Arizona end up in the Central Division this year? I'm going to say last in the division, but not last in the league. Uh, that spot's going to go to the San Jose Sharks, but definitely last in the division, without a doubt. Yeah. For me, to echo ESPN, this is how you tank. They are tanking properly. Arizona is going to – is they, they're definitely going for that number one overall pick this year. They want one of either Brad Lambert – Shane Wright or Matthew Savoy at the top of this upcoming year's draft. There's no doubt about that. Plus they now have three first round picks this year. Thanks to Colorado's desperation for goaltending and Montreal's desperation for needing a center after losing to Sperry Cockneyemi to offer sheet. And to boot with those three first round picks this year, they also have five second round picks this year. That's eight picks in just the first two rounds. And to add more to that, they have 14 first and second round picks over the course of the next three years. To me, that's just nuts. 
That's great. That's fantastic for Arizona. Of course, what does that mean for this team this year? Well, we'll get to that. Because of this, Arizona, they honestly don't need to be good this year. Except there's still the issue of where they play next year. With their stadium contract up in Glendale and Glendale's decision not to re-up the lease due to poor management by ownership over the past number of years, where does where do the Coyotes end up next year? I personally think that they're still in Arizona next year, but honestly, we'll see. I mean, Tom, what do you think about that one? <laughs> you know, it's really hard to say. I know Tucson was uh, was saying they wanted to build a whole new arena, but I, what I don't get, what I don't understand is how are you going to build a whole new arena from scratch, get the funding, get the contracts down, get the crews down. We're in a pandemic now. A lot of people are not wanting to work. So you're going to tell people they're going to go build a new arena in the desert when they can stay home and make more on unemployment? I'm not 100% sure. Now, a city that was floated around about 20 years ago before Wayne Gretzky stepped in and saved the day, and Steve Ellman also saved the day by getting Wayne Gretzky to help him save the day, was Portland, Oregon. Am I saying they're going to move there? Absolutely not. Am I saying with the reality that there's a team in Seattle right now and, you know, there looks like their ticket sales are doing very well and it looks like they're going to draw very well and people are going to be really behind them. And basically, I'm going to I'm going to tip my cap over to Bob and Alex or MLS guys. If you look at what happened in the MLS, when the Seattle Sounders got a team in the MLS and the support they got and just, you know, the overall good feeling about them what happened right after Portland got a team, too, in the Portland Timbers. Another thing to think about Portland is this, too. Portland is also a hockey city. They've had a junior team in the WHL there for years in the Portland Winterhawks. They have an arena already. They can share the arena with the Trailblazers. Right now, I think Portland may be calling the Coyotes' name if they can't get anything done in Arizona because I, I really don't see them going back to Phoenix, and I just can't wrap my head around them getting an arena built in, in Tucson that quickly to have it ready. I mean, obviously, no arena is ever ready on time anymore, but to maybe have it ready by, say, November of next year with nothing set in stone yet, no funding, no contracts, nothing. I just have a hard time seeing that getting done. I really do. Yeah, I agree. I think Portland is an eventual destination for an NHL team. I think Hamilton in Canada is another city that I think could be a potential destination. I, Here's the thing, though. I don't see Quebec coming back. I, I just don't. And if um, it's going to be Quebec, it's not going to be the Nordiques. They're not going to bring them. They're, it's not going to happen. Well, it's see, not if, it happen. Is Quebec, if it is Quebec, I think it will be the Nordiques. But right now with Quebec, they're like the last-ditch effort right now for anybody. The w- number one thing about Quebec is it is the smallest market out there right now, number one. Number two, it's a people talk about Montreal with the French, with the French speaking and whatnot. Believe it or not, Montreal is an island like Manhattan. You go down into the west end of Montreal, a lot of those neighborhoods down there are English speaking with people who have been there for many, many generations. Quebec would be an all French speaking market. It would be a very, very small market, the smallest you can do. And, you know, just in terms of generating revenue, you know, the NHL is not really interested with them. So I do think if they're going to move them, a, a, a lot of people are saying Houston, but I just 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 with the reality of Seattle being in the league, and Seattle maybe not. I don't know if Seattle's product on the ice will be as good this year, but their product in the box office and their product with the revenue I think will be. And I think that's really 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 like I said before is going to ignite Portland talks. And remember, Seattle and Portland were um uh, two of the first American hockey markets, believe it or not, back in the old Pacific Coast Hockey League days, back before the NHL even existed. 
They were two solid markets. People went to games there. People sold out games in the, in the in the 1910s to go see the Seattle Metropolitans, and I believe the name of the Portland team was the Portland Rosebuds play, and they had themselves a little bit of rivalry. And Portland even made a couple Stanley Cup finals. They didn't win. Seattle did win a cup. Portland never did. But Portland got themselves into a couple Stanley Cup finals, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Something I actually probably should have looked up and just totally forgot to do. But That's true. But, oh, wait. What's that? You wanted to know about this season. Oh, my bad. I thought it was obvious. Yeah, I think Arizona finishes in last place this year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean let's, just be real. let's just be real here. I mean, it's no diss on Arizona. They're They're going to come back at some point, you know. I, I really look forward to what they end up doing with all of these draft picks. I think that's going to be really, really exciting to watch. But for this year, this year's not the year. This is not the year for Arizona, unfortunately. But as always, guys, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree with our picks? Do you guys disagree with our picks? And you can let us know down below in the comments section. And make sure you drop a like and subscribe for all of our team previews co coming up. Because, hey, you might not be an Arizona Coyotes fan. But we are going to be covering every NHL team, all 32 NHL teams, leading up to October, the beginning of the NHL season. And you can also check out our content down below at i80sports.com. You can check out our team previews. You can check out all of our NHL content. And hey, football season is on the horizon, so you can also check out our NFL, MLS, NCAA football, and NBA content there as well. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you follow us down below at I80 underscore sports NHL. And if you're currently following already, thank you guys so much for all of your support because we greatly appreciate it. Without you guys, we can't do this on a weekly basis. I'm Brian. He's Tom. This guys, has been one more thing before we Ooh. go. I looked up the Portland Rosebuds just now, just pulled them up real quick. They made one Stanley Cup final, 1916. Took a team that still exists. <laughs> To the, the distance. It was five-game final back then, best of five series. They took the Montreal Canadiens to the full five games. They lost in five. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you know, Coyotes could look very well, very good in Portland one day. <laughs> but that being said, I'm Brian. He's Tom. This has been our Arizona Coyote 2021-2022 team preview.